Welcome to the Lift As You Climb podcast, where it's all about the journey and the joy of discovering who you are now, deciding who you want to become, and embracing your genuine identity, influence, and impact. In each episode, we'll explore how life's experiences have prepared us for what we choose to do next and how to create our encore, write our own script, and star in the next stage of our lives. I'm your host, your encore strategist and transformation catalyst, Isabel Alexander. Hello again. Today, I'd like to talk to you about life. No, not that great philosophical conversation, but the conversation about practical living as a woman while we're out there lifting and climbing and impacting and doing and caring and nurturing and earning and slaying and cooking and cleaning and loving and all of the things that we do, how do we manage to fit us into our own lives? A dear friend of mine, Marg Hashi, who has a plethora of margisms that are extraordinarily spot on for the way life is, and also very rooted in practicality and feminine wisdom, first introduced me to the reality that as a woman, as much as I want to do it all and be it all for everyone and live it all in my life, the truth is I only have one whole life. Uh, Spoiler alert for everybody listening, it's the same for everyone. Now, you know, we, we talk often, we hear often about the dreaded work-life balance and how, as women, can we have it all? Can we be good at everything or good enough and worthy enough? And can we have a, a satisfying successful, fulfilling, a professional life, and also have a happy, loving, legacy-leaving personal life? Well, girls, we get one. We get one whole life, as Marg would say. And there is no balance Balance, in fact, by its own nature, by definition, means that it's status quo. It's a flat line. Nothing is happening. And if you think that you can succeed in moving forward, in growing, evolving, living a full life, and neither one of these are moving, the professional life, the personal life, it's a fantasy. In fact, for anything to take place in this universe, there has to be an exchange of energy. 
things need to move for anything to change and to happen. And so when we put energy into our professional lives, well, let's, let's think about this. Let's look at it from the model of a teeter-totter or a seesaw, or if we want to be really scientific, we'll call it a fulcrum. One side is the professional life, the other side is the personal life that you have. For there to be any impact or result, we have to have movement on that fulcrum, on that plane. So when you push off, from your personal life to go up to commit any energy and get results there your professional life just because of the laws of the universe has to take a drop down and vice versa when you put the energy into pushing off and your personal life i'm sorry your professional life then yes your personal life has to take a lower plane. But don't despair. The beauty is in the movement. The beauty is in the energy and recognizing that this will always be the way and that you can choose when you push off in one area and when you raise the other area being conscious of the fact that that's the way nature works and that's the way it was intended is step number one. Step number two is recognizing that you are perfect in whatever choice that you make at the time that is best for you, that is not driven by the demands or the paradigms or the stereotypes that someone else established. And then the next step is to say, okay, in all of this, where do I feel my best? And where do I feel my most alive and happy and fulfilled and successful? Now, of course, there's the everyday practicalities that are factors that we have to flex around. Now, if you're raising children, um, or there's another person that you are responsible for as a caregiver that gets ill, that needs your attention, that wasn't in your plan. Well, you know, that's part of the game, isn't it? It's part of life, or we're going to flex with that. But recognizing that you have the opportunity to decide how much energy that you're putting into each of those planes at any time is really freeing in itself. And that if you recognize that the effort, the energy that you put into your professional life, your business, your career really is supporting what you want to accomplish, how you want to live in your personal life, then that is also very freeing. Instead of feeling like that professional J-O-B or that business or the staff, relationships, colleagues are drawing from you energy and there's a obligatory participation, 
look at it from the perspective of the results given that, that come from the energy given in that area of your life contribute to what you can do in your personal life and creating that symbiotic relationship between the two sides of your world so that you can have the best of both is the ideal situation now i'm i'm not saying come on let's be real girls life isn't a breeze all of the time and there are complications and conditions outside of our control so as powerful as superhuman superwoman human qualities that you may have like give it up because the stuff that we can't control we simply do our best to work with work through and accommodate where we can in our life plan choosing carefully the things that we contribute our energy to that we can control that's the secret sauce being very conscious of who makes you feel energized, who contributes to your well-being, your positive attitude, your clear thinking, your I want to go do more um, sense is really essential. So being clear about who are the people around you in your orbit and deciding how much energy and space you're going to give them in your life. And if you can't simply blow them away, then what are the strategies that you employ to make sure you manage the boundaries very tightly around their interaction with you? And manage carefully how you respond to them in your presence and how what they trigger in you, what buttons they push. Because you know, you cannot, as they say, control what anybody thinks about you. You can only control about whether that matters to you. And the same applies with how much time and energy someone will take of yours. So being aware of what are the tasks that you need to do or that you're just doing because you think you should out of habit, out of old patterning, stereotyping, um, or maybe you just feel like you need like a hero badge because you clean the toilet every other day. Um, just go, whoa, wait a second. Is that really contributing to this wonderful whole life that I want where my professional life contributes to the lifestyle that I want to enjoy now and the future that I am going to live and what is not and, and creating very specific boundaries around those things. And if you can't just stop doing it overnight, in the case of cleaning the toilets, then how soon before you can hire a housekeeper or a delegate that function to somebody else? And I'm not talking about, you know, the, these are the proverbial toilets. This could be 
payroll in your company or bookkeeping in your company, or it could be a volunteer community responsibility that people have just come to expect you to do. Um, or in your personal life, is it that pattern of feeling obligated to watch ad nauseum Netflix shows that you don't particularly get much out of, uh, but because your partner or your kids have gone, oh, come on, you know, this is how we spend quality time with you and being conscious of how that feels to you and whether you really want to be there. And if not, then taking the lead, taking control of proposing an alternate situation. Uh, I, I know that, you know, it's, we've been kind of brainwashed into saying, oh yes, women can multitask and look after everybody else, manage to just take enough time to take care of herself. If you aren't contributing financially to the household, while you're also being Martha Stewart, then you're not enough woman today. And I call bullshit on all of that. Because at every given moment in time, it is our choice to decide what belongs in our whole desirable life and what no longer serves us and that we make a positive plan to change that. Now, I know that you've heard before that you can't make room for new things in your life until you let go of some stuff, but I couldn't think of a better time just to remind ourselves, me included, that that is the case. Make room for the things that make you feel alive and happy to get out of bed in the morning and be very alert to the things that you do, the people that are around you, the habits and the patterns that you have lived with for a while that don't make you feel that way and systematically change them out. Now, in an upcoming episode of this podcast, I want to talk about how BFFs are not always meant to be our best friends forever. And it is related to this conversation today about that one whole life that you have to live. If you're part of the lift of your as you climb movement, you know that that is about living your legacy and empowering others to create theirs. I'm just saying you can't do that if you don't first start with yourself. So, some food for thought. I hope that this has been helpful and I'm looking forward to talking to you again next week. Thank you for spending this time with me. I hope our conversation added value to your day. 
and expanded your vision for your legacy and impact. Please join me in increasing my impact and expanding my reach to more people by sharing this episode on social media or leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. To catch all of the latest from me, subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform. Connect with me and others in my community Facebook group, The Lift As You Climb Movement, where you can engage, be inspired by, and grow with a tribe of like-minded people. As I evolve as a podcaster and a spokeswoman for collaboration and economic empowerment, your input and feedback are especially important to me. I welcome your suggestions and questions to hello at theencorecatalyst.com. Until we meet again, please remember that your success may be the foundation to someone else's. Together, we can raise success ladders around the world. Hello again. Today, I'd like to talk to you about life. No, not that great philosophical conversation, but the conversation about practical living as a woman while we're out there lifting and climbing and impacting and doing and caring and nurturing and earning and slaying and cooking and cleaning and loving and all of the things that we do. How do we manage to fit us into our own lives. A dear friend of mine, Marg Hashi, who has a plethora of Margisms that are extraordinarily spot on for the way life is, and also very rooted in practicality and feminine wisdom first introduced me to the reality that as a woman, as much as I want to do it all and be it all for everyone and live it all in my life, the truth is I only have one whole life. Uh, Spoiler alert for everybody listening, it's the same for everyone. Now, you know, we we talk often, we hear often about the dreaded work-life balance and how, as women, can we have it all? Can we be good at everything, good enough and worthy enough? And can we have a a satisfying, successful, fulfilling, a professional life and also have a happy, loving, legacy-leaving personal life? Well, girls, we get one. We get one whole life, as Marg would say. And there is no balance. Balance, in fact, by its own nature, by definition, means that it's status quo. It's a flat line. Nothing is happening. And if you think that you can succeed 
in moving forward in growing, evolving, living a full life. And neither one of these are moving the professional life, the personal life. It's a fantasy. In fact, for anything to take place in this universe, there has to be an exchange of energy. Things need to move for anything to change and to happen. And so when we put energy into our professional lives, well, let's, let's think about this. Let's look at it from the model of a teeter-totter or a seesaw, or if we want to be really scientific, we'll call it a fulcrum. One side is the professional life. The other side is the personal life that you have. For there to be any impact or result, we have to have movement on that fulcrum, on that plane. So when you push off, from your personal life to go up to commit any energy and get results there your professional life just because of the laws of the universe has to take a drop down and vice versa when you put the energy into pushing off and your personal life i'm sorry your professional life then yes your personal life has to take a lower plane. But don't despair. The beauty is in the movement. The beauty is in the energy and recognizing that this will always be the way and that you can choose when you push off in one area and when you raise the other area. Being conscious of the fact that that's the way nature works and that's the way it was intended is step number one. Step number two is recognizing that you are perfect in whatever choice that you make at the time that is best for you, that is not driven by the demands or the paradigms or the stereotypes that someone else established. And then the next step is to say, okay, in all of this, where do I feel my best? And where do I feel my most alive and happy and fulfilled and successful? Now, of course, there's the everyday practicalities that are factors that we have to flex around. Now, if you're raising children, um, or there's another person that you are responsible for as a caregiver that gets ill, that needs your attention, that wasn't in your plan. Well, you know, that's part of the game, isn't it? It's part of life, or we're going to flex with that. But recognizing that you have the opportunity to decide how much energy that you're putting into each of those planes at any time is really freeing in itself. And that if you recognize that the effort, the energy that you put into your professional life, your business, your career really is supporting 
what you want to accomplish, how you want to live in your personal life, then that is also very freeing. Instead of feeling like that professional J-O-B or that business or the staff, relationships, colleagues are drawing from you energy and there's a obligatory participation, look at it from the perspective of the results given that, that come from the energy given in that area of your life contribute to what you can do in your personal life. And creating that symbiotic relationship between the two sides of your world so that you can have the best of both is the ideal situation. Now, I'm, I'm not saying, come on, let's be real girls. Life isn't a breeze all of the time. And there are complications and conditions outside of our control. So as powerful as superhuman, superwoman human qualities that you may have, like give it up because the stuff that we can't control, we simply do our best to work with, work through and accommodate where we can in our life plan. Choosing carefully the things that we contribute our energy to that we can control, that's the secret sauce. Being very conscious of who makes you feel energized, who contributes to your well being, your positive attitude, your clear thinking, your I want to go do more um, sense is really essential. So, being clear about who are the people around you in your orbit and deciding how much energy and space you're going to give them in your life. And if you can't simply blow them away, then what are the strategies that you employ to make sure you manage the boundaries very tightly around their interaction with you? And manage carefully how you respond to them in your presence and how what they trigger in you, what buttons they push. Because you know, you cannot, as they say, control what anybody thinks about you. You can only control about whether that matters to you. And the same applies with how much time and energy someone will take of yours. So being aware of what are the tasks that you need to do or that you're just doing because you think you should out of habit, out of old patterning, stereotyping, um, or maybe you just feel like you need like a hero badge because you clean the toilet every other day. Um, just go, whoa, wait a second. Is that really contributing to this wonderful whole life that I want where my professional life contributes to the lifestyle that I want to enjoy now and the future that I am going to live and what is not. 
and and creating very specific boundaries around those things and if you can't just stop doing it overnight in the case of cleaning the toilets then how soon before you can hire a housekeeper or a delegate that function to somebody else and I'm not talking about you know the, these are the proverbial toilets this could be payroll in your company or bookkeeping in your company or it could be a volunteer community responsibility that people have just come to expect you to do um, or in your personal life is it that pattern of feeling obligated to watch ad nauseum netflix shows that you don't particularly get much out of uh, but because your partner or your kids have gone oh come on you know this is how we spend quality time with you and being conscious of how that feels to you and whether you really want to be there and if not then taking the lead taking control of proposing an alternate situation. Uh, I I know that you know it's we've been kind of brainwashed into saying oh yes, women can multitask and look after everybody else, manage to just take enough time to take care of herself. If you aren't contributing financially to the household while you're also being Martha Stewart, then you're not enough woman today. And I call bullshit on all of that. Because at every given moment in time, it is our choice to decide what belongs in our whole desirable life and what no longer serves us and that we make a positive plan to change that. Now, I know that you've heard before that you can't make room for new things in your life until you let go of some stuff, but I couldn't think of a better time just to remind ourselves, me included, that that is the case make room for the things that make you feel alive and happy to get out of bed in the morning and be very alert to the things that you do the people that are around you the habits and the patterns that you have lived with for a while that don't make you feel that way and systematically change them out. Now, in an upcoming episode of this podcast, I want to talk about how BFFs are not always meant to be our best friends forever. And it is related to this conversation today about that one whole life that you have to live. If you're part of the lift of your as you climb movement, you know that that is about living your legacy and empowering others to create theirs. 
just saying you can't do that if you don't first start with yourself. So, some food for thought. I hope that this has been helpful and I'm looking forward to talking to you again next week. Thank you for spending this time with me. I hope our conversation added value to your day and expanded your vision for your legacy and impact. Please join me in increasing my impact and expanding my reach to even more people by sharing this episode on social media with friends and leaving a review on Apple iTunes, Spotify, or channel of choice. To catch all the latest from me, subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Connect with me and others in our community Facebook group, The Lift As You Climb Movement, where you can engage, be inspired by, and grow with a tribe of like-minded people. As I evolve as a podcaster and spokeswoman for collaboration and economic empowerment, your input and feedback are especially important to me. I welcome your suggestions and questions to hello at theencorecatalyst.com. Until we meet again, please remember your success may be the foundation for someone else's. Together, we can raise success ladders around the world.